Fierce Women Writing is a partner of We Need Diverse Books, a nonprofit that advocates for diversity in children's and young adult publishing at every level. They have many programs that support this mission, including grants, mentorships, and retreats for writers, classroom book giveaways, an app for diverse book recommendations, and others. Learn how you can help them put more books featuring diverse characters into the hands of all children at weneeddiversebooks.org. Welcome to Fierce Women Writing, a podcast where female voices are elevated, creativity is ignited, and writers are inspired. I believe that stories can enlighten, heal, and entertain the reader and the writer. First, the writer has to quiet their doubts long enough to get the words on the page. I'm here to help you put your doubts away and focus on your creativity. Every day I talk to writers and would-be writers who aren't writing. They're not writing because they don't think they're good enough, because they've been rejected, don't have time, or don't know where to start. That's why I created this show, so that you can hear from other writers who want to inspire you to share the stories that only you can tell. I'm Sarah Gallagher. Come write with me. Hey there, Fierce Writers. Today's guest is Asia Black. Asia Black is an award-winning musician, songwriter, and vocalist. She's one half of the creative duo, The Reminders. The Reminders tour nationally and internationally, both performing their music and leading creative writing workshops. Welcome to the show, Asia. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Asia, what are the ideal conditions for you to write? I like to write by myself. I like to have a space where I'm going to with the specific intent uh, to write. That helps me kind of be focused and I like to write uninterrupted and I write in bursts. So I really like to have that time to myself. Why do you write? It's almost a compulsory behavior I've had since I was a child. I had this feeling since I was very young that people couldn't understand me or didn't see me or, or, or understand the things that I was trying to say when I was trying to communicate the beauty of something or my understanding of something or the emotion related to something. So I used to ask my mom for dictionaries all the time, and I had so many, and word-a-day calendars, and I would write all of the words down in a notebook to help me communicate better. And those words became stories, and those stories became tales, and those tales became songs. So I kind of, writing is just part of my genetic makeup. What are your best writing tips? In the classes that I teach about creativity, creativity is supposed to involve a lot of gratitude and a lot of self-acceptance and a lot of freedom. And many times I think people create with expectation and it's kind of like asking a child to play a game with you and saying, do you want to play a game? And the child says, of course I want to play a game. And then you put down a bunch of rules and regulations and you say, and at the end of this game, I want to be famous and I want to be well-known and I want to have a lot of success. And you know, eventually the, the child doesn't want to play that game anymore. And I think our creative self is like that child where it, it's like a genius, a child genius that prefers to have freedom and and way less boundaries than we oppose upon it to be able to experiment. I look at writing as a scientific process. And I think if people approach writing as a place of sitting and observing and recording, as opposed to trying to make something that's going to bring you some sort of wealth or fame or success, approach it more like an experiment in the way that your brain works and the way your brain generates images and words. What are your suggestions for someone trying to overcome a block? In songwriting, there's a great teacher called Pat Patterson, and 
he had something very interesting for overcoming writer's block. And he just said that you would make write down a word and then you would try to make a list of words that had to do with that word. And then you would research these words in the dictionary. And from that, you would start to generate ideas. My remedy for writer's block is to combine emotion with single words or maybe two words. You would take maybe the word desk, for example, and combine the word desk with the emotion relaxation. And then your brain will generate an image for you. And of that image, you ask questions. And from those questions, you get answers. And from those answers, you start to create a story that can be told through any medium. What about editing and revising tips? So my editing, I prefer to create a draft for myself first that I kind of read and go through. And then the second draft or something will be the draft that I kind of share with somebody or I put into practice in a structure and I let them give feedback. And as long as the feedback is constructive, I kind of separate myself. I detach myself from the work at that moment when people or other people are observing it. Um, And I only go to people that I trust to hold me to a standard of my own best, not standard of the best writers or the best novelists or the best songwriters, but they've heard some of my best work. And when they are judging and evaluating and critiquing my work, they're holding me to a standard that I've created for myself that they're using. Um, The third thing that I do is generally I take all of those things into consideration and I go through and create a third draft. And that third draft will be with changes that I've made according to the considerations of the people that I've respected, that I know know the content and the quality of my work. And then I'll create a final copy. And if it's music, I'll record it. If it's a poem, then I'll write it or draft it or print it or put it out into the world. And as of yet, my short story collections and my flash fiction collections are still on step two. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the part where I usually ask about writer's submission to publication ratio. Okay. So you could talk about that, or if you want to talk about your journey with music a little bit, I feel like this would be a good spot for that too. Yeah, sure. So when it comes to writing songs for me, I write a ton of songs and I write my songs kind of in moments. So I don't always sit down and just write a complete song from start to finish. Sometimes I just have these flashes of imagery that are strongly and deeply related to an emotion. And the powerful thing about music is music is kind of an intersection of story and emotion and musical elements. And they're centered around emotion to create perspective and character and It's basically using musical elements in a sonic environment to tell a story and generate an emotion for a listener. So a lot of the times when I'm writing songs, I will have something that I've seen or heard or I'm thinking about, and I ask myself questions because for me, curiosity is a talent that I have. I've always been curious as a child. I didn't have to do anything to develop my curiosity. What I did have to develop was the craft of question. That's the skill, knowing which questions to ask of something and how to ask those questions. And so when I'm writing a song, I will ask myself, what is the emotion that I'm feeling? What is the emotion that I want people to feel with me? Not that I want people to feel on their own. What is the emotion I want people to feel with me at this moment? How am I going to bring them into the story or the moment? What is the first thing they're gonna see or taste? And I use a lot of sensory language. A lot of the times I use a lot of metaphorical language because in my research of metaphor, I've learned that metaphor is such a divine language and it requires a depth of understanding of things and their similitudes. And I like to 
include a lot of metaphor in my songs because I think metaphor is such a strong vehicle to hold both emotion and imagery and perspective and character. And it's something I love to use. So I analyze my music to make sure that the emotion that I'm feeling is clear to me so that somebody else can feel it with me to make sure that the imagery involves sensory language so I can have a point where I'm bringing somebody into the story. In music, it's very unique because you almost get to choose your perspective. Whether I use I or you or her, if you identify with the moment or the image I'm creating, you will place that yourself in the story where you think you belong to be as close or as far from the emotion as you want to be. So I evaluate my songs to make sure that it generates questions in me to make sure that it has room for metaphorical language, to make sure that I created a great sonic environment and I can use structure and sound either for contrast or a repetition or as a vehicle to kind of move the story along. So there's so many elements after I have an initial concept of an idea that I look for because I think those are the things that through testing have provided the quality of my music that I'm looking to create. Who are some other women writers or musicians that we should be aware of right now? I love so many writers and musicians. Who I'm reading right now is Nettie Okorafor, and she writes beautiful books that are kind of Afrofuturism. The thing I love about Nettie Okorafor is she's a person like myself that's deeply involved in the craft of questions. So everything that she's written has come from her asking herself questions and then answering those questions. So she has a book called Binti, it's a trilogy. And when she was asked about how she generated ideas for this book, she said that she asked herself a question and she said she was looking at children that were getting ready to go to college and how some of the kids were hesitant and some parents were upset at the choices of colleges their kids were going to. And she said to herself, because she's a person that really likes science fiction, what if a girl from a traditional African family in the f- in future Africa was chosen to go to the most prestigious school in the universe. And she decided to go against her family's wishes. Mm. And she began a trail of questions and the story started to write itself because in the craft of question, basically you become an observer. So you ask questions and then your creative universe in your mind starts to populate. The thing about creativity people get wrong is that Creativity is not about finding answers. Creativity is about asking questions. And a lot of times when people are having writer's block or they're not able to come up with things, it's because you have not thought about the question that you're asking. You know, and all art is an answer to a question. The more we know the question it is that we're asking, the better the quality of our art. And she has many wonderful books. She has books. Uh, she has a short, short story anthology that has a bunch of magical and mystical elements inside. She has a book called Akata Witch that's for younger readers. She has a book called Who Fears Death and she uses language beautifully and she uses metaphor beautifully and she has a tremendous ability to create a sense of space and to make it feel like you're right inside standing beside the main character actually becoming them and experiencing the journey that way. And where can listeners find you online? You can find all of our music at www.theremindersmusic.com. And soon there will be listed links for the workshops that we teach. One is called The Craft of Creativity, and the other one is called Writing with Feeling. Asia, would you share one of your songs with us now? Absolutely. In focusing on imagery, I had a prompt that I gave myself that I kind of made up where I wanted to open a song with concrete imagery, visual imagery, and sensory language. And 
I wrote a song called Coming Home, and I wanted to give a sense of space by it having a very sparse arrangement of a person who's kind of thinking in their mind about where they're from and having a longing for home. And this person is in transit back to the place they came from. The story behind it, because there's always stories behind songs, is when we're on the road and we're touring, a lot of times you get homesick and you get homesick for people and places. And I was imagining that I had run away from home and gone to New York. I'm from New York, but that I had gone back to New York to pursue my dreams and to become a famous songwriter and musician and a famous writer. And I failed miserably. And this is all just me making this up. This is not my actual life, but this is a story I imagined for myself. And I failed miserably and I found no success. And I had almost said things to spite the people in the small town that I came from. And like, I'm going to go and I'm going to be big and this place is too small for me. And when I got to New York, the place was so big that I felt small and I struggled and I decided to panhandle for bus fare to try to get home. And this song is from the perspective of me having failed at the attempt at discovering my dreams in an arrogant way and riding that bus home and not being able to wait for the moment where I get off and I get to see my home and my family. And this song is called Coming Home.
I carry wisdom in my scars and bitter marks of what I've been through. A black bird, rebirth, flying back to you. Salt of the earth, I was caught up in the whirlwind. Wrestling for heaven, trying not to let the world win. Miraculous escape, great shape, divine mercy. Purify my soul, stay faithful on the journey. Thank you for sharing your writing and wisdom with us today, Asia. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love the podcast and I appreciate the opportunity to be a guest on it. Now it's time for our writing prompt. I suggest setting a timer for six or eight minutes, putting Asia's prompt at the top of your page, in free writing, whatever comes to mind. Remember, the important part is to keep your pen moving. You can always edit later. Right now, we just want to write something new and see what happens. I'd like to introduce this prompt by saying I believe that it holds space for both emotion, experience, imagery, and I'm going to give you a metaphorical prompt. So the line that I would like you to write down is, flowers keep falling from your mouth. I'd like you to write that phrase down. And then I'd like you to combine it with an emotion of your choosing, anger, jealousy, anxiety, loneliness, and expand on that metaphorical phrase through your own interpretation. I loved having Asia Black of the Reminders on the show this week. My favorite thing she said is that creativity is about asking questions and that all art is an answer to a question. Which brings me to where we are in the world this week. We're in a time when we're being called to action. We all play different roles in this resistance. But it can be really easy for us to question the importance of our roles as artists and writers at times like these, when everyone is posting pictures of protesters in the streets. And if that's also your strength and you're called to do that, thank you, because it's important. And art and writing are also important in valid forms of resistance. One of the most important things that we can all do right now is center the work of Black writers. 
On this show, you can listen to episodes with Nefertiti Austin, who wrote Motherhood So White, Brittany Morris, who wrote the young adult novel Slay. Last week, I featured Mina Salami, who wrote Sensuous Knowledge, a Black Feminist Approach for Everyone. And then there's Dr. Rosina Bakari, author of her memoir, Too Much Love is Not Enough, and Valencia Robin, author of the poem's Ridiculous Light. Give their episodes a listen and see what you can learn. Remember that your role as a creator is important right now, too. So keep writing, keep reading Black authors, and let's create a future that we want to live in. I'll talk to you next week. Become a supporting member of the podcast with a monthly contribution at FierceWomenWriting.com. Get more writing prompts and engage with other writers on our Instagram page at FierceWomenWriting. Remember, women is spelled with an X. You can also help us reach more writers by sharing this episode with a friend and subscribing, downloading, and reviewing the podcast. Thank you for listening. 